0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Cozy History Podcast. Your podcast is beginning in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Cozy History Podcast. This is episode 3. This is the third date. On the third date, you typically expect a little something something. I'm joined by my co-host, Austin. Austin, how do you feel about the third date?
1: Austin Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Austin it's, how let's restart. Austin, how do you feel about the third date? I feel great. Uh you know, we actually recorded this before, little disclosure, but uh due to some technical difficulties on my end, uh we didn't pick up any audio from my side. And have to redo it. But we got a few more little extra quirks and uh, facts in here for y'all.
0: Yeah, we do. We do. Uh, We had some issues. uh, But luckily, I actually blame our new sound engineer, Juan Carlos. Uh, Yeah. Austin's friend named uh, Juan Carlos Esteban.
1: Yeah, his uh, professional name is Doc Holliday. And I was Mm -hmm. using his recording mic for he, he makes music and that thing will piss anyone off that'll piss a nun off nuns are kind of already pissed off yeah
0: it'll piss a nun off nuns are mad anyway because they're celibate it'll piss off mr rogers mr rogers ROP, mr rogers respect listen that really is a good segue into our into our statement into our uh, our topic of the day Today we are investigating someone who is not like a nun or like Mr. Rogers. Maybe a mean nun. This is our topic is Kim Jong Un. Oh. And ooh. Ooh. Let's and add the I will up say here. he is up to a lot of stuff. First of all, he's the supreme leader of North Korea. If you've never heard of North Korea, it's an Asian country on a peninsula. It's divided into two, South and North Korea. He's the supreme leader of the North, and supreme leader comes with all the connotations that you think it does. So
1: it sounds like he's got a few perks, too.
0: Oh, his perks. He's got better perks than than we do on this podcast, I'll tell you that. If he wanted me to come make a North Korean podcast, I'd be there in an instant.
1: When I think of uh, Kim Jong-un, I think of a wild boy, and you can't tame a wild Mm -hmm. boy. If anyone in the audience has ever tried to tame a wild boy... You probably got a scar to prove it. The first
0: edition of Where the Wild Things Are was just a picture of Kim Jong-un, but it was, it was deemed
1: inappropriate for children. And they burned the uh, they burned the author at a stake? Mm-hmm. They did. They did. But we're not talking about witches today.
0: We're talking about a little guy named Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un officially born January 8th, 1982. That is his official date as far as, you know, North Korean propaganda, but South Korean intelligence actually believes that he was born in 1983, but they change the date to 1982 for symbolic reasons. That's, that's because 1982 was 70 years after the birth of his grandfather and 40 years after the official birth of his father. So they play around a lot with, you know, manipulating dates and facts just to kind of make little like stuff like that line up. And we're gonna see as we go along there's a lot of propaganda that's and a lot of information that's manipulated,
1: so they just like playing with the truth. I hate it when someone tries to keep the truth from me I'm a truth seeking yeah. in i'm a I'm like a drunk detective, okay and yes. if someone's withholding some facts, they're bastards but Buckle up. It sounds like they got a few little fun ideas here, if anyone has plans on being a dictator.
0: They really do have some interesting ideas. I I think of them as, like, your crazy aunt who is 35 forever. You know, like, you go to her birthday party, and she's like, oh, you know, 30 again. She's been turning 30 for 30 years. She's fucking 65. Yeah. You know? She gets mad when she doesn't get carded. Come on, Aunt Susan. We all yeah. we all know you're old. You can't fuck that twenty-year-old. Your your bad hip will, will, will break.
1: You know your hip will give out. You can't yeah, even drive. Hip
0: replacement.
1: <laughs> you can't even drive. They took your license away, Aunt Susan. You got too many cats to be sexy.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree to disagree on the cat issue. Speaking of cats, uh, <laughs> speaking of old people, let's let's turn back the clock a little bit. Kim Jong Un is the third the third in a dynasty of Kim's they're called the Kim family they've been ruling North Korea since after World War II his grandfather Kim Il-sung was the founder of North Korea he comes to power after the end of Japanese occupation uh and he starts to rule in 1945 Japanese occupation you know that was some heavy shit
1: yeah they were throwing kamikazes and uh there were John McCain motherfuckers. Anime. <laughs> yeah. there was, they were forced to read hentai for weeks on end. Mm-hmm. Bamboo shoots straight into their sphincters. Hey, people pay good money for that
0: nowadays. Shit. His grandfather, Kim Il sung, was essentially a Soviet plant. And I read something today uh, that said that he actually grew up in a Christian background and. At the time he became leader of North Korea, he spoke better Russian than Korean because he spent so much more time in the USSR than in Korea. So essentially, the Soviets placed him in control of North Korea just to kind of be their man on the ground there. Because it's the middle of the Cold War, the Russians are like freaked out. They're like, fuck it, we'll just put this guy that we think we can control there. And they're calling the shots. Yeah, the Russians are calling the shots. Apparently, the way that he actually solidified his control with the Russians is that he bought the the Russians a bunch of alcohol and like high-class, expensive prostitutes in order to make sure he
1: got the job, which, I mean, I'm usually not the type of man to be bribed, but if you buy me some liquor and hookers, I don't know what I want not tell you or give you, you know, Shout
0: out Julia Roberts and uh, that movie, she Uncut Gems, pretty, pretty Woman.
1: Yeah, no, that's oh wait, that's, I'm uh, thinking of Julia Fox. Yeah, shout out to Julia Fox. Oh, Julia Roberts. I recently, I actually recently watched uh, Pretty Woman for the first time ever. It's great.
0: Yeah, you and really like
1: people be falling in love with these hookers in movies, and I guess that's kind of true. You know, they they got their own lives and stuff. I just I'd be kind of afraid of getting herpes. But it wasn't as
0: prevalent back then. I mean, if you're in love with an OnlyFans girl, it didn't like, really ex-
1: ex- exist. I, back I guess then. that doesn't
0: really correlate. But no. I don't think that it's like that was pre-AIDS. So like, I feel like pre-AIDS, no one really had anything.
1: Yeah, you know? it was all like a kind of like a handshake. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. get a pot, yeah. shot of penicillin, go drink uh drink a few stiff whiskeys, and it goes away. You piss it out. Exactly. Yeah, you piss it out.
0: Amazing. Science is crazy. Shout out penicillin. Saved a few of our boys. I know that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure it it saved Kim Il-sung as well. Kim Il-sung, just a reminder, listeners, he is the grandfather of Kim Jong-un. He starts a cult of personality. I'm sure you've heard something similar. It's a cult of personality. It's basically he's indoctrinating. He's using propaganda to get... His people, the North Koreans, to almost worship him as a god. Julius Caesar did something similar. Alexander the Great had something similar as well. You see it quite often with powerful men. We also have something similar with George Washington in the USA.
1: Yeah, he wanted to be worshipped. He did. It was that's a criminal why they, offense. they had to kick his ass out. <laughs> take whose <that> so. <laughs> George Washington. King, yeah, you know he yeah, said, yeah, yeah. "I want to be a king, and I'm gonna serve an infinite." I mean, there's no gonna <laughs> be no terms. terms. No he terms. said, "I won this war. I'm a, I'm, I'm the, the king. king of I'm King George." And they said, "Not again, not that." I'm again. the captain now. He tried to take control of the ship. I'm He's the said, captain. It's kind of interesting, too, how kings, you say king or queen in the first name, but then you say president in the last name. Hmm. That is interesting. I've never really thought of that until right now. Like King George, King Queen Elizabeth, but then you say President Obama. Obama.
0: Obama. Shout
1: out President Obama. I
0: want to come to a Christmas. (laughs) Invite me to a Christmas. Please, dear God. He's actually, he's going to be on the pod next week, I thought. he is. He is. He's coming soon. Obama's coming on the 69th episode. He's if, coming on the 420th wait, episode. No, Charlie,
1: Charlie Sheen's coming on the 69th.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. No, Obama's coming on 420. That's that's when Obama needs to come.
1: Hell yeah. He's like, this uh, weed. So, Obama,
0: you, if you compare, if you compare
1: <laughs> is this weed strong? Is weed stronger nowadays? Well, the weed's stronger than the weed I got in Syria. That one's okay.
0: Stronger than that CIA Taliban heroin. So, to go back, let's not talk about the CIA too much on this podcast. I don't want to get shot. Yeah, we're going to. Uh, let's talk about more about Kim Il-sung. Kim Il-sung, like I said, he is Kim Jong-il's <laughs> great-grandfather. He starts his cult personality. He sets him up as the first great leader, the supreme leader. And it's his idea to invade South Korea in 1950. This is going to lead to the Korean War. It's also sometimes called the Forgotten War because it's not often that you know very well-remembered. It starts with the North Koreans capturing Seoul, capturing the capital of South Korea, and they're actually about to win. But then the UN, the United Nations, uh, the global government that's putting fluoride in the water, making the frogs gay, the UN, the United Nations, pushes in... Globalists. And that's the globalists. It's primarily the U.S., and they push push the North Koreans back. So the table's really turning on the North Koreans. It's a shit show... The Chinese step in, and the Chinese literally funnel millions of troops into North Korea. There's a big battle at a place called the Chosen Reservoir. It's fought in the middle of winter, and winter in North Korea is colder than a witch's tit. I'm talking chilly. They're bundled up out there. It sounds like it's cold
1: enough, your dong might just shrivel up and fall off.
0: I actually believe
1: that that did happen to several
0: individuals. I'm sure it did. Several GIs? Yeah, you're you're better off peeing your pants than pulling it out when it's that cold. But they're they're also warm. They're warmed because you know, this is a massive battle costing hundreds of thousands of lives and the US is dropping napalm like crazy. Some sources say that the US bombed up to eighty percent of North Korea and killed up to twenty percent of the population. So if if you're cold and you think you're you know, you think it's about to fall off, just go stand by the flaming corpse of a napalm North Korean. Yeah, that's horrible.
1: It Why would we actually, do that? It's, it's, I don't like. Well, we, it was it was Cold War, you know. Yeah, I don't like killing people. How about at the cozy history podcast? I mean, let's kill let's kill Nazis, but aren't those just friendly communists? Maybe they're mean, you know.
0: I think really. When you think about the Forgotten War, that's why it's called the Forgotten War, because it was this extremely bloody conflict. It's just kind of like Vietnam, when America kind of has like a, when we have to pull out or when we have something that doesn't end the way we think it's supposed to end, you know, then we kind of tend to forget about the thousands and the hundreds of thousands killed and the soldiers that came back, you know, the American soldiers or the
1: UN soldiers that have PTSD. And it's interesting that uh, Korea is thought of as like a win.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. When it's thought of at all, it's thought of as a win. It's um, uh, and also you mentioned America. America hates pulling out. They, we we <laughs> we hate
0: pulling out. If you're America cozy had a history favorite, history if Podcast, America had a favorite, you know, what do we do on cozy history? We also.
1: are, we are not fans of pulling out. If you're gonna do something, you do the damn thing, okay? Do it as God intended. You finish Which is what why you Roe v.
0: Wade. Which, that's why Roe v. Wade really devastated us here at the Cozy History Podcast. The, the
1: overturning of Roe v. Wade. Ex- oh, exactly. Thank you for the correction. So ultimately, the
0: the you know the Korean War is a stalemate, and in many ways, the North Koreans view it as a win because what are you doing? <laughs> Is that
1: what you kept on? I'm taking I'm taking these nail clippers and I'm cutting up the don't plastic. Do it. <laughs> I'm cutting up the plastic from the six you pack. I'm so it. sorry, dude. You can hear it on the thing. I'm so sorry. Okay, that was like
0: 1420 <laughs> if you would write that down. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna restart I at 15. If, I don't
1: know if I'll even take that out, honestly. <laughs> I think you you looked at me at a certain point and you just like raised your hand and you're like, what the fuck? And then uh <laughs> I just went along. I'm cutting up the six pack. It kills turtles. Okay. Oh, that
0: is good. Yeah, don't cut that out. We support. We support. So, you guys don't know, but he's just, he was just making a noise and cutting up a six pack. Um, But hey, yeah, support the environment. Uh, (laughs) It's a stalemate, much like the current situation with the Pacific garbage patch, where it just kind of floats out there. North Korea is just kind of floating out there uh they're increasingly marginalized south korea is becoming a global powerhouse you know eventually they're going to have bts and and you know really good korean food but north korea is par- is paranoid it's isolated it's quite often facing sanctions they start to see widespread famine and death going into the 1990s a fun fact about kim il sung that i love is that he had that massive calcium deposit on the back of his neck it's basically like a growth and it swelled up, up to the back of his neck on to the size of a baseball um so imagine your supreme leader like having a massive he's trying to bud he's trying to grow like a second body out of the back of his head
1: yeah what uh would people have known about that was he insecure you said i know uh you said something about people kind of beating him off on his his little cyst yeah we we suspect that
0: the the cyst was was a vestigial penis. <laughs> but actually no, he the the a neck deal penis. with the the deal with the yeah, a neck penis. The deal with the calcium deposit is that he they wouldn't allow it to be photographed. He could only be photographed from one direction. It was like hiding it. That was kind of But it was fucking massive and apparently it was really gross and like other world leaders when they saw him would think it was disgusting. They're like, um, what are you doing, man? Because of the cyst, because of Potentially because of the neck penis, we don't know why, but he dies in 1994 from a heart attack. His son Kim Jong Il declares three years of mourning, and you can't drink during that three years of mourning.
1: That's that's punishment. And the people, honestly, I think that's probably when the most revolts were in North Korea. Yeah, it was also
0: a time of massive famine. So yes, well, checking
1: well. my my uh, CIA dossier. 1994, you said. Yep. 1994, yes sir. That's uh those three years. People said, mm-hmm. We want a drink, pal. You know, prohibition hey, you would... in the United States didn't work.
0: I don't know why they thought it would work in Korea. Kim Jong il, so this is the father of Kim Jong un, the second Kim. He is in charge from ninety four to twenty eleven. He has a reputation as a playboy. You know, he has a reputation as a big partier. He loved the devil's lettuce. He loved the wicked snow. He loved it all. He loved the girls that you have to pay before they're going to leave. He loved all of it. He was a wild because boy. Because he was
1: he was a wild boy. You can't tame him. You can't tame a wild boy. You, you can't tame you a wild boy. If you tried taming a wild boy and you're alive to tell it, God bless you. Uh, yeah, you should go buy a
0: lottery ticket. <laughs> so the family, because of these issues, because it's a time of famine, because he's a Hardier, and everyone knows that he's kind of a shit show, they invent this whole mythology around him. So, he he was actually born in the USSR. Remember, his dad spent a lot of time in Russia. So, he was actually born in the USSR. They change, they change his birthplace to a mysterious and famous mythical Korean mountain. It's actually a dormant volcano. Supposedly, they say he was born at this sacred spot and when he was born a new star shone br- bright in the sky and a double rainbow appeared out of nowhere
1: double rainbow oh my god so it's a little bit of like
0: a jesus they combine elements of like korean mythology and jesus mythology kind of like christian mythology all mixed in there and uh, and it's just this
1: blatant you know propaganda really i didn't so what is the national religion of Korea? Do they Is it just worshiping the supreme leader?
0: So, you, I mean, you do have a fair amount of. I'm looking it up right now, actually. Can you LDS, do have a fair amount of Christians. Can but they're, technically, they're an can a, technically, they're an atheist state where public religion is discouraged. And that's pretty common for like a communist state, too. That makes sense.
1: Religion. So it looks like you
0: also have traditions of Korean shamanism there as well. That's badass. Yeah. So that's again again they're they're tying into there's a little bit I'm sure there are Christians there and they're tying into old Korean myths. So they really are using the the Kim dynasty is use is beginning to use Korean myths, you know, for their benefit. Kim Jong Il is, you know, even though he's a playboy partier, is very focused on the military, and it's actually he focuses even more on the military. It's him who begins the you know nuclear program that we see in the news all the time nowadays. Um, a couple of the f- most funny facts about him, which I fucking love, is <laughs> he he was obsessed with making it seem like he was really cool. So they have a North Korean newspaper report that An unidentified French fashion expert said that Kim Jong Il is his style is now spreading throughout the world. It's something
1: unprecedented in the world's history. I like I like starting rumors about myself that I'm fashionable. Mm -hmm. There's like a little when people meet me, they know I'm not. (laughs) Hey, no, you guys don't know what Austin looks like. He's a
0: he's a beautiful burly man. I'm wearing a jean jacker right now. He is. He's wearing a jean. He's wearing a snuggie made of jean fabric of denim.
1: A jean snuggie with a uh, snuggie. It's um like snuggie jean gloves on it. And snuggie jean slippers. <laughs> this was like actually gifted to me by like Kim Jong-il.
0: <laughs> by Kim Jong-il. You have like denim condoms. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like, babe, please not the denim condom again. Yeah, like, oh, not again. I'm, I'm fashionable. <laughs> yeah. It shapes like atrociously <laughs> wet yeah. jeans on it your just dick. sounds painful.
0: <laughs> oh god, that's actually a torture method. <laughs> um, but I, I think it's interesting. Yeah, he makes up these ideas and these rumors about himself. And we spoke previously about they just keep a little like French dude in the dungeon of of the of like. You know the North Korean jail. They keep him down there. <laughs> they feed him like really skinny cigarettes and cheese, and say, you know, they make him give reviews. He's like,
1: eh, Kim Jong Il is so pretty. Smoking give his little wine. cigarettes. <laughs> they just poke him with a stick. They're like, come on, yeah. <laughs> come on. Pretty they like give, they just give
0: him like a, a fresh black T-shirt every like six months.
1: Do you think he has a uh, what's that little hat called? beret beret why do they got all those E-T words that just say a bene. the french are so bidet.
0: Pompous. talking about the talking about pomp talking about pompous people the uh, north korean central news agency also reported still talking about kim jong il the second kim they uh, they reported that on his birthday Nature and the sky unfolded such mysterious ecstasy and celebration. So they're literally telling their their uh their citizens that like the sun and the sky are essentially orgasming
1: as a result of this. I would orgasm if he was born around me. Mm. You would be a perfect North Korean like soldier, I'll tell you that. I uh I've been told that before. That's not the first time. <laughs> it's not the first time. They said, And it someone really, told me, you know what? You'd be a great North Korean uh, secret operative. You look just like a North Korean and you sound like one. And I took yes, that as a compliment.
0: For those of you that don't know Austin, he is a very big, burly, North Korean looking guy in a full denim snuggie. <laughs> Wish you could see what I can see right now. <laughs> with, with denim snuggy gloves.
1: It's got with a denim, denim
0: Snuggy hood. Kim Jong-il. Kim Jong-il supposedly he played 18 holes of golf, got a hole in one every time, and then quit the game of golf. He also invented
1: hamburgers and could supposedly control the weather. He invented hamburgers? Um, I'm calling bullshit. Yeah,
0: I mean, you you guys, Austin and the listeners, you guys can kind of judge what you think about about you know whether or not this is true or not. I think it's kind of bullshit because if he really could control the weather and he did invent hamburgers, he would have combined those two powers, made it rain hamburgers, cloudy with, with a chance of meatballs. meatballs. Mm-hmm. Jinx. That way, Jinx, Jinx, Yomi so, uh, he would have he would have combined
1: the two and then cured famine in his country. But obviously you can't. Yeah, big dumb idiot. Hello, mm-hmm. you have people starving. You invented hamburgers for who? Yourself? Make you it big, rain. I you, know, right? Douchebag. And he controls the yeah. weather. Make, Make it, it rain. a little more sunny, isn't it? Cold in North yeah, Korea. It's yeah, very, it's, it's very cold
0: across North Korea.
1: Yeah. How about some uh, some more summers and. For some reason I like it when it hails. I think that's pretty cool to watch it hail. So maybe not all hmm. the time, but uh occasionally. Well,
0: if you were Kim Jong-il and it hailed, you would just you could hit him, you could collect them really easily. You would just hit them all into a basket with one shot. He was so good at golf.
1: Remember yeah. That.
0: He died in 2011. And the North Koreans said that there were all these like natural disasters that happened when he when he when he passed away. But his son took over pretty quickly. That's Kim Jong-un, the subject of our talk today. He takes over in 2011. He was not very well-known in North Korea or globally well-known. His life had been a secret up until that point. He grows up surrounded by guards. Most of his little friends are other children that are flown in to play with him. And he was apparently very critical of them, especially when they would play basketball. Because he just loves basketball.
1: Who's flying their children in to play little games with, uh kim jong-un i think there child abuse oh it was definitely it's, child abuse was were they just flying in kids from epstein's island <laughs> instead of that, being that, their being vacation molested they just go on vacation that's their vacation was hanging so, out with kim jong-un it's almost worse
0: <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna not respond to that one
1: <laughs> we'll I have to, well, have to do i'll Epstein make a episode. note I'll, I'll just listen
0: back <laughs> See how that one sounds uh, We'll we'll have to We'll have to talk about We'll have to do an episode on Epstein You guys can hold it to us um, According to his father's personal chef A Japanese man called Ujimoto He spent a lot of time with Kim Jong-un And he said that they would go fishing a lot And when the servant would catch a fish Little Kim Jong-un would grab the pole out of his hands And scream I got another fish I got another fish So he's like Grabbing this dude's fish and claiming it as his own. And that's, that's fighting words.
1: In yeah. some parts of this country, that's fighting words. You can be put to death in a lot of counties in West Virginia. You can be put mm-hmm. to death. They will nail you to a cross or let you hang by the neck by rope until you die. If you steal a man's fish, you can, you know what? You take it. You can take his car. You can take his, uh, take his wife. You can take his wife, but if you take a man's fish, especially and you mm-hmm. go tell your friends you show that fish that another man caught, and you say, "I caught this fish," you're getting Five put months. you're getting put down, my friend.-hmm.
0: He was a weird guy. He went to school in Switzerland for a little while, and apparently while he was in Switzerland, he would draw detailed sketches of Michael Jordan endlessly, because he was a big bulls fan.
1: yeah, it's kind of weird it's like kind of like that scene in Superbad where uh what's his face, his character just draws, draws penises.
0: Jonah Hill's character draws dick.
1: I kind of picture yeah. Kim Jong-un just drawing naked Michael Jordan.
0: I think he had a crush. I mean, I'm pretty sure he jerked off to
1: Space Jam. He one hundred percent did. Just forcing his little I have a source that told me yeah, he did. He's fact checking
0: he's fact checking all of the stuff I say.
1: We have a actual a whole team kind of like Kim Jong the Kim family's little Frenchman oh. that tied mm-hmm. up in their basement that just says oh you guys are so fashionable you guys look great they're let me tell you something they're wearing the same damn suit every time you see them how are they fashionable <laughs> yeah. how are they they look like an Asian Hillary Clinton <laughs> I don't want to see that that but that's what they look like little Asian Hillary is Hillary a Kim is she in the family I
0: think she's definitely complicit, but yeah. let's not too, talk too much about Hillary. Another reason to get shot in the face. Yeah. Uh, Kim Jong Un also loves Jackie Chan movies, which makes me think about how much I
1: love Rush Hour. I love Rush Hour as well. And I love Rush Hour too.
0: Yik, yik. Mm hmm. Oh, ooh. That's a good one. <laughs> Fujimoto, the chef, bringing it back to the Kims, but we're going to come back to Rush Hour. Don't you guys worry. Fujimoto, the chef, his father's chef, is quoted as saying, if power is to be handed over, then Jong-un is the best for it. He has superb physical gifts, is a big drinker, and never admits defeat. Also, according to the chef, he loves YSL cigarettes, Johnny Walker, and Mercedes-Benz cars.
1: YSL cigarettes is one of the coolest things ever. Those, I so that little existed. That little fact, it's, it's weird because you... Almost go back and forth on these people. You want to hate them, and then they say shit like that, and you go, "Wow, that's kind of that's kind of badass." That's pretty dope. Yeah. You're smoking well, Saint Laurent cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I did not yeah. know that existed.
0: I didn't, we're not we're not we're not joke. You, you have to be. You have to have massacred a million people and put them in a death camp to get access to those
1: cigarettes. Oh, I don't want to do that. Oh well, I, okay. That sounds like so hitler was smoking those hugo boss <laughs> yeah yeah
0: That's, he was smoking the hugo boss and the adidas and all that he's was, he was on that the adidas the puma
1: that bastard i know what he was Adi, up to adidas and
0: puma were both were both nazi brands too i'm pretty sure but um kim jong-un takes over publicly confirmed like comes out to the country half the country doesn't know who he is because he's been basically in hiding his whole life, but he comes out of hiding and is publicly confirmed as Supreme Leader on December 24th, 2011, right before Christmas. Remember I said that the North Koreans are very much into dates and symbolism. You know, I'm sure that, you know, Christmas Eve, 2011, that was a specific date that they chose as his confirmation. He holds a bunch of different titles. You know, he's General Secretary of the Workers' Party of Korea, Chairman of the Central Military Commission, it literally goes on and on and on he is in he's pretty much in charge of every legal governing body in Korea and actually in Korea they're basically kind of similar to the US there are three different like like arms of government you know like we have executive judicial uh, legislative well they have they kind of have something similar um, except he's the top dog and there's no check there's no checks and balances he there's no check on his power he is Fully in control. He's the judge,
1: he's, the jury, the executioner.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. He's uh, he's like a short, fat version of uh, Dread. You ever saw that movie, Judge oh, yeah. Dread? Yeah. yeah. Cool movie. Absolutely. Um, North Korean state media often refers to him as respected comrade Kim Jong Un or Marshal Kim Jong Un. So he's got all these mil- He's got
1: all these military titles. He's never been in the military they just kind of give what, it to him yeah what um he's got way too many names he so does. what do people if you're addressing him what do you i guess he's like a god emperor type yeah you like,
0: probably like we wouldn't address him we would not get within like two miles of him but if you're if you're a friend you would call him jong-un because kim is the family name so his like a, official name is jong-un
1: so, Jong-un. like, if you're one but of you his many
0: concubines, you call him Jong Un.
1: But you, I'm, I bet you're not just saying Jong Un. You're not just saying his name. You got to butter it up a little bit. He's got all these different titles. So, are people saying, "Oh, Your Holiness," "Your Your Majesty"?
0: Sure, yeah. They're they're saying they're definitely saying like, like respected supreme
1: comrade, supreme leader. You know,
0: I know that's Probably a the thing
1: opinion. in in Japanese that. If you're complimenting someone else or basically say you're like talking about if I was talking about your house I would be like, "Oh, your beautiful, spacious, wonderful house." Mm-hmm. And then if you're talking about your own you'd be more humble and you say my like humble uh <coughs> shack, my humble shack types. Yeah. He's definitely not humble. He doesn't have a
0: shack. We'll talk about a little bit about his wealth at the end of this. As part of his military duties, he is really invested in nuclear power his dad started doing it but he's really doubled down he also invests in these big warheads because they have nuclear they have a few nuclear weapons like nuclear bombs but obviously the important part is getting them to your place to, to the target so that's what we all whenever you see it in the news that north korea launched a rocket it's always them testing out a ballistic missile because the like ballistic missiles the the best ones can go, you know, pretty much across the world. That's what they're trying to get. They're trying to get good ballistic missiles. They're trying to get those
1: ICBMs, um, baby.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like the shit that comes out of like a like a Kansas cornfield in all the movies, you know.
1: Yeah, a hole in the ground and <clears throat> just exactly. splits through the from the middle. It goes three, two, one, and it opens and mm-hmm. shoots off yeah. and just lights everyone up. We're not fans so, of nuclear war here on the pod. We're not. That's not very cozy. I hate nuclear war.
0: Uh, He has the same cult of personality as his father and his grandfather. And he kind of has kept going these cool, these not these, these not, they're not cool, but they're these tours that they take. And uh, they're called just touring the country. And the whole point is that they go to like farms and, you know, factories and they tell poor North Koreans how to do their jobs. So Kim Jong un might stop at a farm and grab a like a like a hoe from a peasant and be like no this is how you this is how you harvest
1: the you know the
0: fucking turnips
1: mm-hmm. and they have to the rest of their life they're wondering like he did it so terribly yet he is so magnificent do I have mm-hmm. to do it the way he did and get nothing done yes and maybe they're they're worrying about being put to death if they don't have that shitty form. You know like he's like shooting free throws and three pointers he's obsessed with basketball and he's like no this is this is how you shoot a basketball exactly
0: i mean it's all and north koreans grow up in this system of oppression so the whole idea of like them having to live you know surrounded you know by intelligence it's almost like they live in like east germany during the cold war where you're constantly surrounded by informants and secret police so they're all like the stuff that we've already said on this podcast would get us executed in North Korea, and that's another part of that cult of personality. He also looks a lot like his grandfather and uses this to his advantage. Uh, his grandfather was relatively tall; he looks a lot like him. He will speculate that he may have gotten plastic surgery to look like him, uh, but I wish he had gotten plastic surgery to look like Chris Tucker <laughs> or Jackie Chan.
1: I think that Jackie Chan is uh, a little more believable.
0: Yeah, I think you're right too. It's like he has like reverse Michael Jackson disease, where he just becomes black. Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, of course. It's uh, <laughs> it's fading. Uh, my uh, Manhausen's uh, Norwick disease disorder. Mm-hmm. And where you just turn check- black.
0: Remember, we're fact checking everything that we say. Um, there, so there's a studio
1: full of. Fact checkers, professional fact checkers mm-hmm. behind me. Little French fact checkers. Say hi. They're waving. You can see them.
0: They can't speak. We removed their tongues.
1: <laughs> we don't let them speak.
0: They, they don't get to be on the mic.
1: Yeah. This is a privilege.
0: This is a privilege. And we thank you, we thank you guys, our cozy listeners, for, for listening to us and allowing us this privilege. We truly hope that you're having a cozy experience. Talking about other people who have cozy experiences that cult of personality is crazy. It's rumored, like, that Kim Jong-un, because he's a god or is godlike, that he doesn't pee or poop.
1: Because gods don't pee or poop, so he doesn't pee or poop. What's he, how's he getting rid of that stuff? Maybe he just sweats it out.
0: Yeah, he converts it to energy and he never sleeps. Uh, He does love to party, so that's a little relatable. Just when you start to hate this guy for supposedly not peeing or pooping, he builds cool amusement parks. And Dolphinariums, which are just aquariums, but only for dolphins.
1: That's incredible. <laughs> Maybe. It is
0: cool. I want to go to one.
1: Yeah, I really want to... I'd love to visit North Korea, because people can actually get past... People can yeah, get can in. go. Americans yeah. have gotten in before. There's like a Vice documentary I've watched before. It was very weird. They'll have uh, dining rooms full of people, or mm-hmm. dining rooms full of tables, but you'll be the only one eating... Um, yeah, I want to go to a dolphinarium and swim with North Korean dolphins. They're probably psychic too. They have to have some sort of quirk. They have,
0: they have dynamite strapped to their head. Uh-oh. And I'll tell you about one American who did go. You might recognize him. He was good friends with Michael Jordan for a while. His name was Dennis Rodman. He goes in 2013 because you got to remember, like Dennis Rodman doesn't have much going on, and Kim loves. The Bulls. He loves basketball. He loves Dennis Rodman. He invites Dennis. Dennis goes. Apparently Kim was a little awkward. You know, think about it. He is like a five, five, six short guy compared to Dennis Rodman. probably the tallest guy I'd ever seen in real life. Um but apparently <laughs> Dennis. That's yeah, crazy to right. think. Apparently Dennis had a great time. And I imagine it was like that scene in the interview where they do like tanks and
1: hookers and stuff. Yeah. They're they're best friends and tanks and hookers. How can you say no to that? Good name for a podcast. If we we may have some uh, very pious listeners who would say, "I'm not hanging out with a dictator and you know blowing stuff up and doing drugs and uh, spending the night with loose women," which we we don't we don't slut shame here. Um, no we don't care if you're if, if you're a sex worker either like we literally support anything
0: that any of you guys do as long as it's not violent
1: yeah we've even shot back the idea back and forth to make a cozy history OnlyFans, but not with each other yeah, <laughs> yeah. cozy history only fans takeover.
0: I'm on it one day Austin's on it the next and I'm no, not we would, we would we're make not going $1. back and looking at any
1: of that content I don't oh, want to no. see Sam naked You don't need to see it. With the with the most respect, brother. (laughs) Thank you,
0: thank you, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) Hey, it's coming. Get ready, folks. Open your wallets up because OnlyFans, cozy history, OnlyFans is
1: about to come soon. That's that's a double entendre. I know. (laughs) It's about to come. Um, It's about to come. It's going to be a steep. It's a steep subscription. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah. Yeah, we only have one subscriber and it's like, it's like, it's like my fifth grade English teacher.
1: <laughs> like he's Mr. Jeffries, he's, why are you looking at this? He's commenting five times on every video. He's like, I always knew you'd grow up to be a stud boy. <laughs> this is
0: like my fifth grade football coach.
1: <laughs> like, um, I'm, having,
0: I'm getting like repressed memories from the locker room.
1: <laughs> We have one subscriber and it's Kim Jong un. He's like, oh, oh, you guys are Kim ugly. Jong-un. He listens to this and he goes, You guys are ugly, disgusting. And or arguments <laughs> arguments in the comments between uh Mr. Jones from your uh it's your like sixth grade social studies teacher and Kim Jong-un just <laughs> arguing about how beautiful we are. <laughs> <laughs> I will make the content if we can get that.
0: If we can arrange that partnership, I will get the content out there. And Kim Jong-un, if he gets in a fight with Mr. Jones about how beautiful we are, it's not going to be a pretty fight because Kim Jong-un has purged and murdered and executed many, many people. He killed his uncle Jang and Jang's entire family. Uh, You know, he did uh, everybody. Siblings, kids, everyone. And it's confirmed. I mean, that's Game of Thrones red
1: wedding, full kill of the full
0: full purge.
1: Yeah, you do that when you don't want anyone to remember it. You don't want anyone that's able or that has that spite in them.
0: Yeah, he doesn't want to set up like a contender. It's all it's all to secure his dynasty. And you know, I was thinking of Game of Thrones and made me think of like other movies. Talking about Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong Un. I want them to do a remake of Rush Hour. Especially if Kim jong gets the plastic surgery to look like Jackie Chan. They should do a
1: remake of Rush Hour. Uh, That'd be amazing. Chris Tucker is hilarious. I could pick... Well, mm-hmm. he's also... It's funny because Chris Tucker's like this fast-moving... He like talks fast. He yells. And every time I you see like interviews with Dennis Rodman, he's real quiet and he just mumbles. Mm-hmm. It would be like a... It'd be high action because they're probably just taking over the world. They're it's op- it's like rush hour, but they're the enemies, and they're just getting in a bunch of goofy, <laughs> goofy guys. little, goofy little uh, debacles. Is that the you correct use w- of that word? Yeah. Let's
0: call. Let's start calling Kim Jong Un the goofiest boy. He's the goofiest boy.
1: He's the goofiest boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's
0: like uh, like the Little Miss means like. Little Miss gonna bomb Taiwan. <laughs> little, miss,
1: little Miss creating nuclear warheads and ICBMs. Little Miss jacking off to Michael Jordan. Yeah,
0: don't do that. Come on. It, and <laughs> talking about him killing people, though Kim Jong Un being a murderer, we suspect. I mean, it's this is like almost fact. He most likely he most likely ordered the death of Kim Jong Nam, his older brother. This was the North Korean that was murdered with a nerve agent in an airport in Malaysia, where like several North Korean operatives rubbed up against him, and they had like nerve agent on their hand, and they rubbed it onto onto the hand there. So weird. Uh, yeah, and, and I remember the reason going, why he did this,
1: it was it was uh yeah, it was like two different nerve agents. So it was two people walked up to him. And rubbed it on it was, his face. Yeah, like,
0: I think about four people actually ended up getting arrested.
1: And like, yeah, it. one activated the other. So mm-hmm. bizarre. It was called a title. It was
0: called X nerve agent. So I would guess that's like it's called, you know, like five nerve agent five or something. I'm not quite for sure if it's Roman numerals or what. But I in my in my research I saw VX nerve agent, and it was I mean it was a very bloody death in the middle of a crowded Malaysian airport. Uh, And it's kind of interesting because he's got that. Of course, he killed his older brother, but he really depends on his on his sister, Kim Yo-jong, who is very, very influential in propaganda and diplomacy. She was the one when Trump did all of the visits, you know, with Kim. There was kind of on Twitter and social media. There was a big big girl boss moment. Yeah, there was a big girl boss moment. Everyone was like, oh, my God, look at. Look at Kim Yo-jong, and she's kind of like attractive, so a lot of the incels on the internet really, really were talking about her. She's actually been chosen, we believe is his chosen successor. So whatever you think of Kim Jong-un, whatever you think of Kim Jong-un, he was willing to name a woman as his successor. Which, yeah, it's another redeeming
1: quality. Good for him. Yeah,
0: girl boss moment. Uh, I'll go ahead and dip a little bit into diplomacy, guys. He's worked very closely uh, with China, of course. In 2018, he met with Trump. It was the very first meeting between his president and a supreme leader. He signs peace deals and he signed a nuclear dearmament deal, but it was complete bullshit. It didn't really work. He's also met with Putin. He met with Trump actually three times. It was the third time that they shook hands in the DMZ, the demilitarized zone between North and South Korea. That was kind of a big deal and they started he talks, but they broke down after one day. And I was thinking, Trump really did a lot to legitimize him. You know, when a U.S. president shakes your hand, that's basically an acknowledgement that
1: your regime is is legit. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, you I mean, you you kind of got to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, he is the third Kim. They're they're pretty well ensconced in there. I I kind of liked know? it. I thought that was real cute when Trump went down there. Trump had his cute moments. They had fun. That, I haven't seen many that, cute Biden moments. That picture where Kim Jong Un is just kind of gesturing to Trump. He's like, "Come into my, come into my country, you friendly pal. We're boys. Who knows yeah, what we did? Some who knows what went on behind closed doors.
0: You know, I've heard rumors of a hidden sex tape.
1: Yeah, apparent. Do you remember that when? there's these rumors of trump getting peed on in some russian hotel there was like a dossier on it i'm not i no don't way. really know that's if awesome. i believe that but if trump was engaging in some uh hunter some biden style hunter biden style activities in north korea that's all well documented they're just waiting to mm-hmm. drop that
0: oh yeah definitely Definitely, I'm sure they've got some stuff. I mean, the North Koreans—they put almost all their money into like nuclear warfare, the army, and intelligence. So I'm sure they've got a lot of stuff in the vault. A couple of things I want to hit on really quick before we get into kind of some fun facts is we have to talk about what they do to tourists. You guys might remember that I believe he was an American. His name was Otto something, but he was—he went out there and ripped down a poster of Kim Jong Un in a public in a public square in Korea. And uh, he was imprisoned for quite a long time. And he, I think he was eventually let go and returned back to the U.S., but he was his life was destroyed. So it's very common if you are a tourist and you do anything to piss off the North Koreans, they will lock you up, and you will be lucky to get out of there alive. Yeah, it's kind of easy to piss those people off, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like we said, it's a, it's a, it's a police state. You've got informers everywhere. There's police everywhere. They're always watching you. So it's very very easy to end up if you're a citizen or a tourist. Either way, it's very easy to end up end up stuck stuck in Korea. He also we have to talk about the interview that movie with Seth Rogen and James Franco, where they were going they were making fun of Kim Jong Un and the Korean government petitioned the U.S. State Department and said you can't show this movie. So you had to go see the movie in independent theaters. I saw it in a theater with probably like 40 people in it. It was very small independent theater because like Cinemark wouldn't
1: show it. Interesting. I watched it. it... They also hacked Sony or something and it was free for a while as well.
0: Oh, really? Oh,
1: yeah. Like, that's cool. Like the the international like anti-North Koreans hacked it. That's kind of cool. Or no, the North Korean army or cyber force or whatever. It was on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, it was... Interesting. Maybe YouTube? It was free. Mm. Because they said, wow, I mean, it's it's out there, so we'll put it on streaming services. They certainly weren't happy at the time.
0: I know it was a huge... It was a huge deal. So that goes to show how much, like, Kim Jong-un is obsessed with this image and stuff like that, you know? His whole image is based on this propaganda that he was... His dad was born on a mountain, and they're all, like, gods. So when stuff gets out there on the internet or rumors circulate that he's... that he does pee and poop, you know, if you're if you're telling anyone else that the Supreme Leader pees and poops, you're going to a work
1: camp. You're gonna... you're gonna get a cigarette in a brick wall. He said, I saw him take a shit. He got off... <laughs> right. He He really had to go. He got off on the side. They probably just kill everyone so he... you're in traffic and he goes, I gotta... I gotta go. They're, they tell him, I thought you didn't poop. There's... A rest stop 20 miles away and he goes no I'm going here he just goes takes a shit on the side of the road and they kill everyone within 20 miles of there mm-hmm. everyone who could have seen or heard the shit There's He's a crazy guy there's someone uh, in North Korea that heard him take a shit once and they're still alive yeah. they said it sounded horrible it was explosive in 2021,
0: he loses a ton of weight. Maybe he shuts a lot. They suspected he either had COVID or liposuction, but we're not quite for sure. North Korea has since then insisted that they've had no cases of COVID ever. Of course, this is really hard to verify with, you know, they're not releasing data to the World Health Organization, so we don't really know. But North Korea has insisted they've never had any cases of COVID. It's worth it to think about North Korea is such a small isolated country. Of course they have sanctions from many governments around the world, so there's not a lot of trade. They don't have a healthy economy. The pandemic years must have just completely fucked their economy. Like yeah. I'm sure Kim Jong Un was fine, but for the average the average consumer, the average like North Korean peasant, you have I feel for you. If you're listening, I hope you're listening, but Absolutely horrible. Uh, okay, also, I'm going to go ahead and wind it up here. I'm going to give some fun facts about Kim Jong-un. You ready for the for the quick round of fun facts? The rapid round? Absolutely. The rapid round. Every time's a rapid round when you're on Cozy History. We move quick. We're stealthy over here. He's ranked by Forbes as the 36th most powerful person in the world in 2018. Pretty impressive. Powerful He map. was Nick... Mm-hmm. Yeah, powerful man for sure. We've established that. He's nicknamed Kim Fatty the Third on Chinese social media. Uh, amazing nickname. Kim Fatty the Third. Obviously, he's the third Kim, and they must think he's fat. The, the North Koreans actually got so mad about this that they got the Chinese government to censor those words on social media. So you literally can't, you cannot post a, a post on social media, on like WeChat or whatever it's called. You cannot post on there and say Kim the Third, And if you try to, then the Chinese government will come for you. <laughs> that's, that's how... Frightening. I'm, yeah, that's how worried he is about his image. He has at least 17 palaces, 100 luxury cars, a yacht, and he probably gets more ass than you can shake a stick at. That sounds fun. hmm Good for him. Altogether, he's basically a god in North Korea. He has this cult of personality that says he is a god, He has an ability to purge anyone. He has these nuclear weapons. He has almost total control. It makes him untouchable in North Korea. So I thought I'd ask you... We're going to end there with information about him. But I thought I'd ask you, Austin, what you think about about Kim here. Is he cozy? Is he not cozy?
1: Yeah, he does a lot of... I'll be honest, super cool shit. And he (laughs) hangs out with Dennis Rodman and... It's pretty cool. You give absolute power, you pretty much you get absolute power and you pretty much turn into a lunatic, but you know what? He does some cool stuff, uh, but he's also he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah, so I'm going to go with I'm going to go with not cozy. He's not a very cozy chap. Not cozy. All right. Well, you know what that means? Kim Jong-un,
0: if you're listening to this, which you might be, or at least a North Korean a north korean intelligence agent is probably listening to this absolutely you're not welcome on the podcast
1: that's another that's another uh weekly listener they're just going to start listening in (laughs) talking shit the rest of them yeah we've got like the dnc
0: uh the cia hillary clinton's camp and then now the north korean intelligence agencies hey you're you're not cozy I don't think he's cozy either. Kim Jong-un, you're not cozy. You can't come on the podcast. Don't even fucking ask. We're not going to let you on the podcast. No chance. No chance of coming at all. Listen, I think this was really fun. I had a great time, and I hope the listeners did too. Learning a little bit about Kim Jong-un. He's obsessed with you know, his perception. He's obsessed with perception. He's also obsessed with nuclear weapons and killing people and Michael Jordan. He's a complex man and I hope that everyone else uh, enjoyed learning about him.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening guys. I hope you uh learned a few facts. And if you want to purchase a jean snuggy with snuggy gloves and snuggy slippers, jean jean snuggy gloves, jean slippers. Uh you'll be hard pressed to find it. This was custom made by my grandma.
0: Mhm. Merch is coming soon though. We got We got Austin's grandma in a sweatshop just pumping out these Jean Snuggies, man. (laughs) No. (laughs) Well, thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much to our listeners. We really
1: appreciate you guys. Stay tuned for episode four. You got anything else, Austin? Nothing. Just uh, go, go crack a cold one. Have a nice night out on town.
0: Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Stay cozy, guys. Thanks.